Welcome to the podcast for North Decatur Presbyterian Church. We are a Presbyterian USA congregation located in Decatur, Georgia. You can find out more information about the church, our service to the community, and our great education programs for children, youth, and adults at ndpc.org. And you can follow us on Facebook. If you're in the Atlanta area, we hope you'll come and join us in person. That's it. On to this week's scripture and sermon. Hear it too, huh? What is wind? What is it? It's moving air. Yeah, it's air that moves. always moving generally from areas of high pressure to low pressure, right? That's generally how it moves. Always circulating around the face of the earth. Even, um, even in the heavens, there's something called a solar wind. It's the movement of electrons through space. Does the sight and the sound of this wind remind you of any of your own experiences with wind? Can you think of a place when you, where you were and you experienced the presence of wind? Anyone want to offer a, a specific memory, Dave? The Santa Ana winds in California, what does it feel like? Violent. Loud. What? Dry, loud, dry, violent. A little, sca- a little scary. A little scary. But can also be refreshing, right? At the beach, and you can feel the spray sometimes. A tree, yeah. Uh, yeah. The tree, the, the wind that blew the tree onto your house. Hurricane-strength winds, for sure, can be uh, dangerous, terrifying to be in the presence of wind. Ooh, lakefront Chicago in the winter with ropes to hold onto, lest what happen? Get blown down. What does wind do? What does it do? It can refresh. It can feel refreshing. What else does it do? We have, it moves things, right? I mean, it moves clouds across the sky. It moves birds in the air. It moves um, seeds, right? Seeds get picked up by the wind and transported. Yeah, I mean, it, it literally can reshape the face of the land over time. Um, there's an amazing silent film called The Wind, starring uh, Lillian Gish, who was one of the great silent film stars. And it's, a, it's kind of a Dust Bowl kind of film. And she's, she's terrified. It's a haunting, terrifying presence to be on the prairie in the presence of that wind. 
as it reshapes the face of the land and covers things. So how's the Holy Spirit like wind? So you close your eyes and you feel it. You can feel it. It moves. It moves to all people. It blows. You can't predict it. You can't control it, really. You ever try walking into the wind? Or spitting into the wind? <laughs> Even worse. Or biking into the wind, right? You don't want to be moving against the Holy Spirit for too long, right? You try to move in the opposite direction that the Spirit's moving, you're going to get pretty tired. What does it feel like when your life is moving with the Spirit? Light. There is something at your back that is blowing you in the way that you need to go. It may not be the way you want to go. <laughs> Holy Spirit, the Scripture says, blows where it will. Look at the next one, Jason. Beautiful in a different way. Scripture says the Holy Spirit is like fire, like tongues of flame. What is fire? You know, if it's anybody, any scientists out there who could tell us what fire is? We have very few scientists, not enough in this room, right? It's a, it's a chemical reaction. Yeah, so the electrons are literally, there's, there's a, a chemical change that's happening in the electrons, and as they move, uh, as they move, it gives off light and heat. It's a process called combustion. That's what fire is. Does this image uh, remind anyone of their own experience of fire? Anybody have an experience of fire that you want to share? eating s'mores around a campfire. How many of you have been there before? <laughs> Almost universal. What else? Other fire experiences. House fire. So fire has the capacity to harm and to damage. And it moves very fast. What else does fire do? It, it can burn you. It can hurt you, for sure. It can also warm you. It can destroy. It can give off light and warmth. It can destroy. It can purify, I heard someone say. It can burn away impurities. We use it to forge metals to make them strong and durable. 
And you can cook with fire. You can make beautiful, delicious things to share. Brings light. It creates community. People gather around the fire and relaxes you and makes you feel at home. So how is the Holy Spirit like fire? So again, it's, it's not something that uh, you try to control it, you try to harness its energy, but you've always got to be careful. It's like passion. What? Yeah, so the spirit, the spirit lights the darkness. It, um, it, 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 when a person uh, has the spirit inside, there is a luminous quality to you. Oh, it's, it's got an energy, right? Lights you into action. Um, it, it, it's got this, this just energy to it, right? So when a person has the spirit, uh, they just look at that flame. Look at the way it flickers and moves and dances. Let's do one more, Jason. What do you hear? People talking. They're talking over each other. It's the it, 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 it's a it's a sound you might hear at, at a large uh, party or a gathering. You hear the voices talking over each other. The spirit is also uh, uh, communicated through words, through language. What's a word? What is a word? A, a sound. It's a it's a symbol. It points you to something, right? It refers to something. What else is a word? Communication, right? It's a, it's a tool that we use to reach each other, to connect to each other. Words, you put words together, we string them together, just like I'm trying to do uh, futilely right now, and, and we try to, try to make meaning out of them. It, it helps us convey the meaning and the significance of the world that we live in together. Words can, uh, words can uh, refer to things, they can, they, they, they can tell us what things are, they can reveal. Uh, words can also conceal. They can hurt. They can be deceitful as well as truthful. And they can give joy, right? Yeah, absolutely. When we, when we sing words and put them to music or uh, when we tell a story or when we tell someone, I love you. How is the Holy Spirit like words? Scripture says that in that day of Pentecost, when the Spirit came, the people who received the Spirit were able to speak in new languages, to speak in languages that are not your own, 
It's just a bunch of sounds, right? But it, it, it enabled them to, to meet each other, to talk to each other, to find people who were not like them and, and find out how their lives were connected, right? And, 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 so, and so, you know, this is, a, a, this is a concept that I think matters when we think about English and Spanish and Haitian Creole, but, but this concept of communicating uh, uh, is deeper than that, right? something that we do every day with the people next to us and around us. Finding a language to speak that someone else can hear what we, not just what we say, but what we mean. Being able to communicate on the, on the heart level or on the soul level. Spirit-filled people are translators. You are translators. You are people who do the, the difficult work of helping us find each other in this world to say what's important to us and to hear others speaking in their native tongues and, and receive that gift. It honors our differences but allows us to know ourselves as part of one body. Thank you, Jason. Nineteen hundred and ninety years ago, or so, there were a group of disciples that were gathered in a room in Jerusalem. And the story says there was the sound of a rushing wind. The story says there were Tongues of fire. The story says there were words spoken and understood. And the story says that they experienced those disciples life like they had never experienced it before. We believe that the same spirit that was there at Pentecost is here around us and within us and binding us together. So we say, come wind, come fire, come words, come Holy Spirit.